Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome back to another episode of Paper Route. I'm Corey Holmes, and I'm with my guy, Brandon the Beast Marshall. Man, I'm telling, telling you, we got a dope show for you guys today. So let's get to it, right? So March Madness is upon us. Uh, later in our bet segment, right, we're going to give you some of our picks, right, let you know who we got going to the Final Four, let you know who we got winning it all. Um, and NFL teams beginning to make roster moves. We'll, you know, give you some of our predictions and see, you know, We'll see where, you know, we got some guys landing. But first, let's talk some big names. We saw ink deals yesterday, right? It was a busy day one of free agency. So in what was the first day teams could legally tamper uh, with the uh, upcoming free agents? We saw notifications popping up on our phones all day long. I don't know if it was the same for you, Brandon. But one of the bigger stories yesterday was the Raiders signing of quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo, right? So the veteran quarterback signed a deal worth $67.5 million. That would be over three years. And, uh, you know, as was the case in San Francisco, Brennan, I mean, he got a whole bunch of weapons with him, right? He's going to have Devontae Adams. He got Josh Jacobs, Darren Waller, Hunter Winfro. So, yeah, man, we'll see how that pans out for him. But let's also take a look at, uh, you know, some of the other day one, you know, free agent signings that we saw around the league. It was was a couple of them. We got, again, uh, Raiders signing quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo. We got the Falcons signing Jesse Bates. He was formerly with the Bengals. You got Patrick Peet. He signed with the Steelers. He was just with the Vikings. You got 49ers. They signed Sam Darnold, um, which is an interesting signing. They signed uh, D-tackle Javon Hargraves. He was just with the Eagles. You got, you know, quarterback Jarrett Stidham. So, so Brandon, I want to ask you, though, who was the biggest free agency pickup from day one? Who you got? I mean, listen, there's nothing. uh, First off, uh, good morning. Good morning, man. Uh, It's nice, you know, having you here. Corey in the cut. Um, I feel good, man. I got a fresh haircut, uh, fresh off the plane. Still feels like it from my West Coast trip to Cali and to Denver. Uh, now we're we're back in studio. You feel good about the show today? I'm feeling good, man. I'm Seems like great. it. I'm feeling great. You had a 10 minute in. I was like, damn. Like, you want to take the whole <laughs> start of the show? <laughs> no, man. We you good. Go? We good. I'm done. I'm done. We're ready to get. No, I'm to just it. messing with you. <laughs> no, that was good. I think you uh, you put together a great show. Uh, phenomenal producer, young producer, Corey in the cut. Um, but to answer your question, I would have to say nothing stands out mm-hmm. for me. When you think about free agency, you think about huge splashes. So if you look at these names that you have on this board, you know, Patrick Peterson, I think that's a great pickup for the Pittsburgh Steelers. But, you know, Pat P is probably at, a, at the point of his career. He's, well, he's at the tail end of his career. Let me just say it, all right? trying to sugarcoat things, mm-hmm. trying to get beside it. He's at the tail end of his career, and he's still an effective player. He's still a, a ball hawk. I, you know, I, I like to see, I would like to see Patrick Peterson actually move to safety. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesse Bates is a is a name that you need to watch out for, but there's no way Ed Reed. Um, you know, there's other names out there. Uh, you know, Jimmy Ward. You know, mm-hmm. this dude played corner and then moved to safety. Yeah. But at the end of the day, when I look at this, I think the Jets won free agency thus far. And the reason why I say that is because Jimmy G's off the board. There's no attractive or sexy quarterbacks out there anymore. Derek Carr is in New Orleans. Uh, he's uptown. And so now there's a clear path to the Jets and Aaron Rodgers meeting, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people think that the deal was done this weekend. Uh, Aaron Rodgers wants to make this announcement on his terms. And I think that's going to happen today. Hell, I think that may happen uh, within the next three hours. Mm. You see his receivers are on the way to the Jets. 
you know, that's going to be interesting. I don't think we need wide receivers, to be honest with you. I love Elijah Moore. I don't know why he's been so disrespected over the last 12 months. And then, of course, uh, Jared Wilson is a, a phenom. This dude is a baller. Now, can we use help? Absolutely. They let go of their slot receiver. But I think that the Jets won free agency because of Aaron Rodgers' clear path uh, to them moving forward. So um, it's going to be interesting to see over the next three hours, but I think we're going to be breaking, not breaking news, I think we're going to be covering breaking news here in the three in the next three hours. Yeah, it was kind of confusing to me, though. I, did you, didn't you see, like, a lot of reports yesterday saying Aaron Rodgers trade to the Jets final and whatnot? Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, this weekend, the I think this weekend it was probably finalized. That's my gut. Mm -hmm. My gut was that they had the deal in place. They sat down. Woody Johnson and the, and the whole team flew from Florham Park, Florida, uh, Florham Park, Jersey, all the way to Appleton, Wisconsin, met with Aaron Rodgers, looked each other in the eye, said, okay, what is the deal? What do we need to get? What do we, what, what do we need to do to get this done? They did it, and now it's about Aaron Rodgers letting everything else fall in place. Some people are saying that, Aaron Rodgers is making sure that the Jets go get uh, his receiver there, mm -hmm. or two, yeah. Randall Cobb. Like, how many years right. is Randall Cobb going to continue to do it? And there are some people saying that Aaron Rodgers just wants to wait on, on, on to, to make the announcement on his terms, excuse me. Um, and I think that's going to happen on Pat McAfee's show today. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Well, there's also some big names still available in free agency at the moment, right? So you got guys like Lamar Jackson still yep. available, right? You got guys like Orlando Brown still available, Bobby Wagner. So I was interested. I'm interested to see, you know, where a guy like Bobby Wagner goes. But, you know, of some of them names, and I, you know, I've, I probably missed a couple and whatnot. Who are your top five free agents still available? Mm, I, you know, we and we got like a list composed of maybe like the top ten free agents still available. Right, so right. We, we could take a look at that list. But yeah, who's your who's your top five free agents still available? Top five free agents still available. I mean, it's a big list. It's not a sexy free agency for me right now, yeah. and that's what I was saying. You know, early on to your first question, but you got Lamar Jackson out there. I don't count Lamar Jackson a part of this, right? March fifteenth, uh, he'll be able to really sign with another team, and the Ravens have an opportunity to match. So I am paying attention to Lamar Jackson. What could happen over the next couple of months with Lamar Jackson? Uh, he could look foolish because uh, there's a whole conversation around him. You know, signing with an agent. Should he have an agent? Why doesn't he have an agent? It's holding him back. I don't believe that. I think that he and his mother and his team is more than capable of getting a deal done and representing themselves in hell. If they wanted to represent other athletes, I think they're smart and savvy enough uh, to be able to do that. Uh, but I think the L Lamar Jackson uh, situation uh, over the next couple of, couple of months actually validates not only his approach, but other athletes' approach to representing themselves. So it's going to be uh, pretty cool to sit back and watch that develop. Bobby Wagner is a guy that jumps out to me, right? Bobby Wagner is a champion. Bobby Wagner has Super Bowl pedigree in that experience. So if there's a team out there that uh, feel like they're a uh, captain away, a linebacker away, that's your guy. Like, I really like Bobby Wagner. I, I know there's a lot of talk about Bobby going back to uh, Seattle I think Bobby wants to win. He's already done. He's already done that. He's been there, done that. OBJ. I don't know why. Why didn't you put OBJ on the yeah, list? Yeah, no, OBJ's another one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Why, I mean, like OBJ. Do yeah. do we not feel good about OBJ? Where is he at? I love Devontae David. The Devontae David. Uh, he may go to Buffalo. There's a lot of talk about him going to Buffalo. And then there's other guys out there. I like, you know, Bradbury. Um, he's a guy that can insert in any defense and play right away. Now, there's a lot of talk. Is he really that good without, you know, Slay on the other side? Is he really that good without that front seven? But I think Brad Barry is one of those guys that can be inserted in any defense and, and make a play right away. So, um, OBJ, let's watch him. Let's watch Levante David. Let's watch Bobby Wagner. And then there's another guy out there that's not on this list, Ben Jones. Like, you guys don't want to talk about offensive line. Mm -hmm. Like, what is it about uh, us – covering sports and us fans not talking offensive line and defensive line. 
Mm-hmm. You don't think that this is a big deal? No, you don't have to win in the trenches yeah. first, Corey. You, don't, you, you don't. well, you know, you know who made a big uh, a big investment in their offensive line yesterday was the Denver Broncos. It seems to be that they're making a you know an emphasis or making an emphasis to protect uh, Russell Wilson. What's your thoughts on that? They got shout out to my guy Mike McGlinchey. Yeah, number one asset, Notre Dame guy. Yeah, they're not far off. The Denver Broncos aren't far off, and I know everybody keeps talking about Russell Wilson. Can we fix Russell Wilson? I don't think he need to be fixed. Mm-hmm. It's just a situation. Well, fix the situation. What is the situation? Wide receivers being healthy. You know, you had his number one guy go down in Tim before the season even started. They're in camp. He tears his knee, tears mm-hmm. his ACL. And then you have Jerry Judy in and out of the lineup. And then you have offensive linemen. I think he had probably, I don't even know how many combinations of different offensive linemen played last year, but his offensive line was banged up. Denver Broncos line actually gave up the most sacks in the NFL last year. Yep. Yeah. So I think that uh, Coach Payton's going to come in, uh, align with Russell Wilson. I think he will coach him hard. But Russell Wilson's a champion. The Denver Broncos have a championship defense. Now you give Russell Wilson the type of coach that he needs. I think he has that protection that he needs, a healthy wide, healthy wide receiver group. Russell Wilson is going to be right where he needs to be. This is the most winningest quarterback through 10 years. Yeah. I mean, is he washed? Is that, that, that should be the question, right? Is he mm-hmm. washed? And I think that is the question surrounding Russell Wilson, but I yeah. just don't see how a guy sitting at year 10 and takes care of himself the way he does invests a million dollars a mm-hmm. year on his body. Uh, could be washed. I just don't right. see it. I think mm-hmm. it's, the situation, I think it's more external than internal when it comes to Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos. Yeah. Well, I mean, he definitely has a good opportunity in front of him. But now let's go back to Odell. I know you had mentioned Odell. Where, where you got, you know, what are some potential landing spots for you, you think for him? Where do you like Odell? Where do I like him? I mean, realistically speaking, I think he looks good in a Cowboys uniform. And, and not not just for the aesthetics and whatnot, but like I think he actually makes sense like with that offense. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to have a C.D. Lamb on the other side, right? I'm not sure what other, you know, receivers. I think they actually just said that they're going to keep Gallup, right? Then they just re-sign Gallup. But, like, I feel like in the NFL you need three receivers. You need That's three right. legitimate receivers. So, if you put Odell Beckham in there, I know they, they talked about, like, uh, getting D-Hop potentially. But if they don't get D-Hop, I think Odell Beckham would look good in, in Dallas. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, and I, also, I know they also talking about him going back to New York, right? Right. I, I don't see – I like Odell in Dallas. On the field, off the field, it makes a lot of sense. Um, but I know there's a big gap in numbers. Mm-hmm. You know, Odell, I was reading something a couple of days ago on Pro Football Talk where Odell came out or his team came out and talked about, you know, trying to get $20 million a year, mm-hmm. right? That's what he believes his, his worth is and that's his value and he's fighting for it. Um, he did that last year. And so I don't know if the Dallas Cowboys will be willing to match that, yeah. right? You're already paying a few guys on the offensive side. You got a couple guys on the defensive side. What's going to happen with Trayvon Diggs? Um, I think he's looking for a contract this offseason. So I don't know if it get if it gets done there. I really like Odell uh, Beckham Jr. back in New York, back in the Big Apple. Like his personality, his swagger, his demeanor, uh, everything just calls for him to go back to New York. When I was playing with Odell in New York in 2017, you know, that's what I used to talk to him about all the time. It's like, man, find a way to make this work. You know, and I know he was frustrated with Eli Manning. He was frustrated with a few other people in the building that didn't come to work every single day. And this is not Eli. Eli definitely was a true pro and competed his ass off every single day. But there was a few people that may um, have not matched uh, his energy and and his competition level, and so I, I wanted him to stay there. I see uh, Odell back in New back in New York. Uh, I think that's a great fit because they know his body. When you're an aging wide receiver, if you're an aging athlete, you're on one year deals. You hit thirty, you hit thirty one, you hit thirty two. You're on one year deals. Why? Because if you don't perform, they're going to cut you and say, you know what? It's a better play. It's a a better investment in the young guys because this dude is on his way out. 
but when they know your body, they tend to work with you more. If they know who you are, they know like, look, he may not be here Wednesday or Thursday, but come Sunday, come Monday night football, come Thursday night football, like the dude's going to show up, right? So they know him. Ronnie Brown, Ronnie, Ronnie Barnes, the head of medical there, knows OBJ. The owners know OBJ. The Giants need OBJ. So they brought back Sterling Shepard on a, a vet minimum. That was great. You know, Shep's coming off of back-to-back injuries. I, I like him staying there. Kenny Galladay's not there anymore. You paid a receiver for two years, $20 million to do nothing. I love Kenny, but Kenny needs to get his shit together and get back on track because he is a big play wide receiver. So I don't know what's going on with Kenny, but he's no longer there. There's a huge void there. I think Danny Dimes and Saquon Barkley made up probably 60, 70% of that total offense. All they need is a big play wide receiver. You don't need OBJ to come in and go for 1,500, 1,600 yards. And I know OBJ uh, uh, wants to do that. I know OBJ uh, is probably more than capable of doing that if he stays healthy and, and he continues to progress through the offseason. But that's not why you need OBJ. You need OBJ back in New York because it's OBJ. You need OBJ back in New York because you need big play. You need OBJ back in New York because OBJ is going to bring you a spark every single day whether it's in the cafeteria, whether it's in the locker room, whether it's uh, practice, watching film, team meetings, it doesn't matter. The kid is special. I saw it. He walks in a room, boom, he changed the temperature of the room right away, right away. So if OBJ wants $20 million, New York, give OBJ $20 million. Give him $20 million, a great investment. And you'll probably recoup half of that in, in jersey sales. Yeah. Collab with him on some merch. You're going to probably make all of it back in merch. OBJ is loved in New York. They love OBJ in New York. This is the, this would be the perfect ending to a OBJ New York football giants love story. <laughs> OBJ back to New York. Make it happen, New York. Make it happen. Make it right. happen. Let's transition from free agency. But, yo, Brandon, what I want to know is who's going to make the biggest jump next year, right? Like, this is the time of the year. You see coach, coaching staff changes, drafts coming up. Teams That's right. are going to draft new players. You got free agency, right, guys? Guys getting moved from, from different teams and whatnot. But one thing is always the case, right? It's always the case that every year we got somebody that surprises. It's a team that just pops up out of nowhere. That's right. And I'd say the best example of this was, honestly, I mean, we've had some teams too in between. But back in 2000, the Rams, Kurt Warner, right? Greatest show on turf. After a year where they went, they only had four wins, right? Yep. I'm a huge turnaround. So, who so do you, you go see? Back in history. I, I, went, I went way back in history. Huh? I want to know, though, like, who do you see having the biggest turnaround in 23, right? Like, yep. is it the Chicago Bears? You know, they just added DJ Moore. You got Arizona Cardinals. They got Kyler Murray, right? But yep. they got their new coach in, um, in Jonathan Gannon. You got the Denver Broncos. New yeah, coach let's Sean get Payton. into what it. You think? So, let's get into it. Um, I also like to go back in time. Mm -hmm. I like uh, talking about um, teams and players that overcame, you know, different obstacles or they or if they were sitting as an underdog. Uh, 2007 is a team that I always the Pittsburgh Steelers 2007 team is a team I always go back to uh, when we're having these type of discussions as far as like who's going to be the team this year. There's always a dark horse. There's always one team that was at the bottom that then turned it around, made a few moves, whether at the you know the coaching staff, players, personnel, and boom, they turned it around. Miami Dolphins last year. Who would have mm -hmm. thought the Miami Dolphins would have been this good? Who would have thought that the Giants would have had a successful year the way they did? I think you know most experts probably had them at six or seven wins. Um, you go back to the Cincinnati Bengals. I know they got Joe Burrow, but make it to the Super Bowl two years ago? Come on, even the Eagles. Yes, the Eagles had a phenomenal run. Phenomenal. But who thought the Eagles was going to dominate all year and, and, and find their way in, 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 in the Super Bowl, right? They went out there. They, 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 they acquired A.J. Brown. They made some, some, some powerful moves on the defensive side, defensive line. Coaching, Nick, did his thing. And boom, just like that, successful. Mm-hmm. To answer your question, the team that's going to turn it around in 23, 
is the Denver Broncos. Mm. Interesting. It's the Denver Broncos. Okay. Well, okay. Brandon, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson. He's washed. He's washed. The Denver Broncos. Remember, going into last year, everybody was talking about them being a contender. Mm-hmm. Everybody was talking about the AFC West being a division that was probably going to be the most competitive division. Do we forget? Everybody had a quarterback. Derek Carr, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Russell Wilson. For the most part, outside of the Raiders, everybody had a, a, a well, you had the Raiders, the Chargers, really good defense. Then you had the the Raiders uh, and then also the Chiefs, so-so, so-so. Mm-hmm. But coaching to quarterback, that was supposed to be the toughest division. I truly believe that Russell Wilson and Peyton, that combination will get it done this year. And when I say get it done, I mean turn it around. Mm-hmm. I don't mean go out there and win the Super Bowl. I think there will be contenders. I truly do. And the moves that they're making, you talked about it earlier, offensive line, right? There are, there are, there are talks about them trading potentially a Court and Sutland or Jerry Judy. I like both of them. But Russ isn't that guy where he needs three, four playmakers around him. Russell Wilson is the playmaker. My conversations in passing with Russ has been, you are the playmaker. Russell will take an average guy, make him good. He'll take a good guy, make him great. He'll take a great guy, make him legendary. That's what great quarterbacks do. Good, Put guys in position. He's a winner, the most winningest quarterback through 10 years. So the team that's going to make the biggest turnaround in 2023 is the Denver Broncos led by Russell Wilson. Let's ride. Mm. That's what it is. Yeah. And then the second, it could easily be the first team, is the Chicago Bears. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you had some honorable mentions. The, the Chicago yeah. Bears. Okay, okay. You mentioned uh, another one, um, the, the, the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah, no, like you know, I don't, yeah. I don't vibe with, I don't vibe with Josh McDaniels, because <laughs> I think it's more than just X's and O's. Is he a mad scientist? Absolutely. Could you say that he's a football genius? Absolutely. Like the dude, I've been in games and I've been in situations, sitting there in a in a meeting room on a Wednesday, and Josh is like, "Look, in the fourth quarter with two minutes to go, if we find ourselves in a two minute mode, okay, and we're." We're approaching the fringe area. What is the fringe? The fringe area is 40 and in. Red mm-hmm. zone, 20 and in. But the fringe area. This defensive coordinator, Swartz, is going to throw all of this at you. We don't have this play in our playbook. Kyle, I want you to tap your head. That's going to speak to the other 10 guys on the field with you. And then you guys are going to run this special play for this special moment. Yeah. It happens. Seen it. Week in, week out. But you need leadership, right? Yeah. So what is he doing? He's going with familiarity. He's going out and being comfortable. You go sign Jimmy G. You think he's he thinks Jimmy G's the guy. And they gave him a bag too. Yeah, they sure did. It's like three three years, sixty seven million. Up to seventy five, I think, too. Mm. You go with Jimmy G because Jimmy G comes from that system. He knows the he knows McDaniels. He knows the Belichick way. He knows the Patriot way. Mm-hmm. And then you even go get Jacoby Myers, a receiver from where? Yeah, this is the same Patriot. script that he played in 2010, leaving the uh, uh, the, the 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 New England Patriots and going to Denver. Mm-hmm. He brought in a couple of his guys, route receiver Jabbar Gaffney, Brandon Lloyd was a guy that he brought in because he was familiar with them and loved them. Mm-hmm. He tried to trade for Matt Castle. Yeah. And that's what people do, man. And, and actually, I, it used to piss me off when I played. I'm like, man, why y'all come in, these new regimes, come in and just fire everybody, trade everybody, bring in your own guys. I kind of get it now. I kind of get it. Yeah. Like, you need guys that you can trust. Yeah, right. You don't need a guy that you're going to beef with. And I think there was beef between Josh McDaniels and Derek Carr. Derek Carr wanted to do it one way. Josh McDaniels wanted to do it another. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work that way in New England. It doesn't work that way with a Bill Belichick or Josh McDaniels. I'm telling you this is what you need to do. I don't even need you to think. All I need you to do is do exactly what I'm telling you to do. That's how they operate. So a guy like Jimmy G is going to come in and do exactly that. Yeah, yeah, no, I think that's going to work. We'll see. We'll see. All right, moving on. So we're going to move to the NBA. We actually received an update in the John Morant situation. Now, 
According to ESPN, Memphis Grizzly star John Morant is actually entering a counseling program here in Florida. Morant has uh, been away from the team for the past 11 days, and there's currently no timetable really on his return. Now, Morant said in a statement he wants to get help, and I quote, and work on learning better methods of dealing with stress and my overall well-being. Mm. Yeah, Brandon, I mean, just what are your initial reactions to this and whatnot? Yeah, uh, oof. Initially, when Jaw said I'm going to, you know, take some time, just thought it was just a PR, not a PR stunt, but it's it's the po- politically correct thing to do mm-hmm. in sports, right? Crisis management, hey, I'm, I'm going to go get help, receive help, and I'm going to work on me. And originally it was, what, two games potentially? Yeah. Those two games turned into, hey, no timetable, yeah. indefinite. Right. Right. Um, and now it's turned into, hey, I'm leaving the team, my city, my home, flying to Florida, and I'm checking myself in some type of program, whether it's inpatient, outpatient. I don't know. Hell, none of us knows what John Moran is dealing with. Right. But what I love about this situation is if it was truly a PR uh, crisis management moment for him and the Grizzlies and the NBA, which it still is. Because we're talking about a guy that was supposed to be the face of the of the NBA, not just mm-hmm. a franchise. Right. Everything was working that way. Face one of the faces of Nike, face of uh, Powerade. Brand hasn't invested this amount of money in a campaign in over thirty something years. Mm-hmm. So he not only deals with the crisis, but now he's really diving deep with himself. And I think we all can learn from Jaw right now. Because what the world tells us is, yo, you can't stop. How the hell can you take a day off? You already living week to week or month to month, check to check. You can't take time off. You got to keep going. And I'm actually uh, preaching to the choir right now because the reality is I feel like I need a break. I need, get man, if I would, give me three, I really need three months and I know this and I've been knowing this for two years. I need three months. Just a reset. Just retired from ball just four years ago. Well, that's a long time, but it's going by fast. Almost four years ago. And I jumped right into business. You got to think that level that you got to be in every single day to perform at the highest level in a $16 billion industry, it's a lot. It's toxic. And some of us don't take that time to reset like a Tom Brady. Tom Brady got 30-something million dollars waiting on him, Corey. Yeah. 30-something million dollars to go to Fox, to just call a game once a week. And it's really, you're, you're taking, I mean, you got to continue to watch film throughout the week, but you're traveling on a Friday. You know, you do a production meeting on a Saturday, and then you call a game on a Sunday. And that's only, what, 20, 24, 26 weeks out of the year? And he said, you know what? I'm going to take a year. That was the best thing Tom Brady could have done. So I'm saying all that to say this. Sometimes we all need to take a beat, right? And if you take a beat, sometimes uh, stopping actually helps you go faster, more efficient, happier, right? So what you could potentially see, John Morant coming out of this, uh, this program, you could probably see, not only a better person, but you probably see a, even a better professional because there's talks, John Moran and the team traveling, going out, you know, people are concerned, we're distracted. When you go through something like this, when you go into a program and you peel back the layer and you start working, you start prioritizing what really matters. You start understanding what really matters. A lot of us don't understand what matters. You think a 23-year-old kid understands what matters? No. How's he going to know? He's been a superstar his whole life. He's been on go his whole life. He made it. Mm-hmm. And yet the strip club, look, to each his own. That's For him, that's what he's supposed to do. That's what he said on everybody else doing that came before him. Strip club, everybody's concerned. He just got caught. It ain't even got caught. He just had, took out the gun. What are you doing? But when I say come back as a better professional, what I mean by that is less distractions. This is the time, right? And it usually happens around, you know, 24 to 27, 28. You know, boys become not men, young men. 
Yeah. <laughs> right? Because it's, it's still a process. I feel like dudes don't become men until they're in like their 30s. And I'm talking about like mid-30s. But this is the time when you start looking in the mirror and you start being curious. You stop observing. Damn, like, should I be moving this way? Should I be moving this way with these people? So, so some of that stuff, you start clearing out that, that junk, right? You start looking at yourself in the mirror. It's like, damn, am I missing it? Is life really about all the jewelry? Is life all about the watches? Is life all about, you know, the cars and partying and doing all of that? You know, shit, four, five, six women. Is that what I want to do? seven, eight, nine, whole team. Is that really where happiness is? So coming out of that, if he's truly doing the work, he'll probably have less distractions. And it should be scary for the NBA, and it should be scary for uh, anybody who has to guard him or play against the Grizzlies. I think he will be back for the playoffs. But, man, you're going to get a a John Morant that's on fire. You're going to get a John Morant that's locked in. He might come come out a little differently. All that little back and forth, Corey, with the Shannon Sharps of the world and mm-hmm. that, this and that, man, they locked in. Yeah, That's what I hope for him. That's what I pray for him. And that's what I want to see. Yeah. yeah. And it's going to be eyeballs all on the Grizzlies. It sure is. sure is. Now, hoping the best, you know, for John Morant. Hopefully we can see him on the court, you know, here soon. But, uh, but yeah, now we're going to transition to our segment called Bet. And I'm actually going to have Brandon go ahead and bring this segment in for us. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Got to take care of the business, guys. Look, get off the bench and bet the NBA with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, FanDuel is giving away to new customers 10 times your first bet and bonus bets. It doesn't matter if your first bet is uh, an air ball. Um, like Corey over here, Corey in the cut, he can't hoop at all, but he hoops every single week, thinks he's nice. He's not nice. nice. You'll still get up to $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. Obviously, March Madness is right here. So we got to make sure, all right, that you're just being savvy, you're being smart, and also bet what you can afford. You know, if you like Shady McCoy, bro, Shady's going to bet. The whole house. Huh? The whole house. <laughs> now, you know, he's smart. It's not yeah. the whole house, but it's no, a whole lot smart. of money. Yeah. yeah. For me, my average bet is 25. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispie, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. I bucks. Playing it safe. Yep. And I love parlays. Mm-hmm. You know, give me 25, give me a 25-buck parlay, give me a $100 parlay. Mm-hmm. You know, 25 turns into 500, 100 turns into... 3,000. Mm-hmm. Hell, I was so close in the Super Bowl, bro, Yeah. to hitting uh, – uh, I put $100 down. Yeah, yeah, you know what? I think I do remember those videos of your reactions. Yeah, bro. What, what had to hit, though? Yeah. What, what it was, was a, any. It was a Travis Kelsey, mm-hmm. Anytime TD, 
Uh, he covered that early in the game. There was Patrick Mahomes on the over. He went under as far uh, as total passing yards. Patty Mahomes. It was uh, Jalen Hurts' first score. That was the hardest thing. I had uh, Jalen Hurts to score first, and he scored first. He did. Wasn't it like that, that quarterback, quarterback sneak, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They actually scored. What happened is they scored. Got uh, There was a penalty. Mm-hmm. So they had to play another down, All obviously. Right. Jalen was the one to score. Mm-hmm. That was the hardest thing. Mm-hmm. I needed like yeah. Patrick Mahomes to go over, and there was one other thing, maybe, maybe a catch from uh what's his name? Valdez Scantlin oh, Jr. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would have took 50, 51,000 home off of a hundred. Off a hundred, bro. And listen, I'm not a big gambler, I'm not a big better like Shady mm-hmm. McCoy and Pac-Man mm-hmm. Jones and some of the others out there, right? right I'm right. not a mattress Mac. You're not gonna see me. I'm not a Drake. You're not going to see me go out there and bet a million dollars or 500000 yeah, I can see myself getting up to like 50000 100000 mm-hmm. on a Super Bowl, 50000 100000 on Javante Tank Davis and, and Ryan Garcia. Mm-hmm. I can see that once I make some money. Yeah, I know. Right you now, build I'm entrepreneur right poor, so yeah. I ain't got the bread. But I can see myself doing that once or twice a year. But my average size is going to be 25 bucks. Yeah. And so now when we you know, fast forward to March Madness, you know who I find interesting is a Howard. Yeah, Howard making it to the tournament Shout the first time in thirty something years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was thirty one years to be exact. Thirty one years, bro. That's big. Yeah. And and I don't know. I should have. I didn't have enough time to really focus on on this part of the show. But I, I don't know if if Howard got here because you know one of the guys opted to go to Howard over a Power Five school mm-hmm. or one of the big schools, a Duke or North Carolina, mm-hmm. um, one of those schools, right? Because in twenty twenty. That was the whole conversation. Deion Sanders, look what he did. Mm-hmm. He brought others along. Yeah. And we was having this conversation on shows like this and I Am Athlete and, and all the smokes of the world. It was like, do, sh- should athletes be feel obligated to go to their schools or HBCU over a predominantly white school? Right. Uh, I so I, I don't know if, 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 if this roster, it, you know, consists of guys that made that decision, but... If they did or not, they're in the yeah, dance. Exactly. That, that, was, that was the point I was gonna make. Regardless, they got the opportunity. Right, so right. that's that's a blessing in itself. But yeah, man, March Madness is here. And the first round of tournament play begins on Thursday, but FanDuel released their odds uh for the winners of each region. So let's start with the South region. Right? So in the South, you got Bama, you got Arizona, you got Baylor, you got Creighton, you got Virginia, you got San Diego State. So Bama right now has the best odds in Arizona coming in with the second best odds. Who you got coming out the South region? Let me see. Um, This year, Alabama, 29-5, will prove that they are not just a football school. They will be a basketball powerhouse. Yeah. So you got Bama coming out the South? I got Bama. We got Bama. got Bama. Yeah, no, I think that's that's a good pick there. They have the weakest bracket. They do. Elite eight. They do. Get there. And the weakest – yeah, yeah. I mean, I like them. I like them. What over, was my over eyes Arizona there? What was it? Can y'all throw that so, back up there? Yeah, yeah. Bama, Bama's at plus one ninety right now. So we're starting with plus one ninety. But now let's move to the Midwest region. So you got Houston, Texas, Xavier. Now, nah, so we'll we'll go back to that that last Texas. One. Yeah, Texas, Texas, Xavier, Texas, and then we got Texas. Give me Texas. Texas, you got plus four hundred. So so we 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 building those odds up pretty well. So we got Texas coming out the. The Midwest region. So let's move to the East and the West region now, right? So in the East, you got Purdue. They're coming in right now with the best odds. You got Marquette, Tennessee. You got Duke at seven fifty. Who, who who we got right now? Duke. You got Duke. Give me Duke. Duke in the okay. All right. Give me Duke. Duke, Duke out of the no East coach region. can't give me Duke. All right, hey, take the K out of Duke and you still got Duke. We're going, we're going with Duke. Nah, nah, let me stop. Let me stop. Uh, <laughs> Coach K, that guy. <laughs> nah, me, I got Purdue, man. I got Purdue coming out that that Eastern region. I think they got that one on lock. But we, I guess we on the same page for for the first two. So we got Texas, Bama, Brandon got Duke. I got Purdue. All right, and we got the West region. Who we got? We got Kansas, UCLA, got? Gonzaga. Out of that one, I'm going with Gonzaga. Mm. I think I'm going with Zach. I don't think Kansas and UCLA are going to get it done. I mean, and this is honestly probably the what closest race in, in, in the region. This is stack. This is actually what a about UConn? Region. UConn, nah, nah. I don't think. I think. I think their days are over. Listen, I don't watch a lot of basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't watch until it gets to March Madness. 
probably be there um, for the Sweet 16 and, mm-hmm. you know, Elite Eight, Final Four. Uh, but I like UConn. I like this kid, yeah. Jordan. He's one of those guys that I follow throughout the year. He has to have big games, big shooting games. If he does that, I think UConn uh, can sneak out of this bracket. All right, so – Cool, cool. So that's your final four, then. You got it's my final four. Can y'all just tell me how much money I'm gonna make if I yeah. bet a uh, hundred bucks? Yeah, yeah, we could do that. I got my birthday coming up, March 23rd, which I'm not gonna be able to cash out anytime soon. Mm-hmm. But I'll feel good about it if I know, you know, how much. You don't have to. You don't have to do it if you don't have it. Mm-hmm. As far as giving me my numbers. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't say that. Spring I mean, break is here. Uh huh. Right. The slopes are going to close here soon. Mm. You know, could I potentially take my winnings, invest in a trip to Vail, Colorado? That would be nice. Have you ever gone snowboarding before? I have, and it was actually in Europe. It was in Europe, yes. The Zugspick Mountains in Europe, in Germany. Say it again? Hopefully I said it right. The Zugspick Zugspick Mountains in Germany. It it was beautiful, though. It was nice. Was that the first time? Yeah, that was the first and only time, actually. I haven't haven't been since. I haven't gone in in the States. Isn't that weird? I've been overseas, but not in the States. You're not a skier or a snowboarder, are you? I went skiing. Well, obviously I went skiing in that trip. I would like to snowboard, though. I've never snowboarded before. I'll take you out there. You'll have a good time. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, everyone, it's only been good things I've I've heard about. about Burton has this thing called uh, Culture Shifters that I'll probably go into in Aspen this April. Uh, really excited about that, but mm-hmm. I think you, it's like NASCAR almost. Mm-hmm. Your experience, your first experience is going to determine everything, right? So I think you need someone that can walk you through the process. Mm-hmm. I mean, something as far as like getting on the gear to getting a ski lift, you know, learning how to put the stuff on. Mm. You sound, know? It sound like you're going to be the one to teach me this. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you, bro. Hey, but real quick, real quick, before we end this one, right? We got to pick the national champion. So of Duke, you got Duke. You got who else did you have? Who did you have in that in that Western region? I got Duke, UConn, UConn. I would say Duke, UConn, Bama, or Texas. Who you got? Who you got winning winning it at all? <sighs> Let me do a little research real quick. Let me see. Let me see these odds. Let me see. Mix it out. Bang, bang, bang. Jalen, George, da 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 da. It's tough, man. These brackets, this March Madness practice is always, it's always tough. Emmy Duke. You got Duke winning it at all? Man, yeah, you, you definitely going to make a lot of money if that hits. Give me Duke. You definitely going to make a lot of money Give if that Duke. hits. All right. That's hey. all I'm about. It's $100. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I guess you. I guess you're willing to willing to. Let's go, take Duke. Take the K out of Duke, and guess what? You still got Duke. I'm telling you, it's going to be an interesting one. Hell, you know how I, I need to put a couple dollars behind Howard. Yeah. They yeah. might. They might make it to. You make it to the Sweet Sixteen. Sweet. All right. Well, yeah. I don't say that's that's probably a fair bet that they'll make it to the Sweet Sixteen. Here we go. There you yeah, go. Bet. Yeah. Bet that. Bet that. Bet that. But um, but yeah, no, I got Bama. I got Bama winning it all. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Of course, it's March Madness. It's gonna be crazy. But again, tournament play starts on Thursday. There you go. Yeah, man. Let me do my out here. Mm-hmm. All right, let me do my out. Cover me up right here, real quick. Manderville. Here you go. Oh, I like that shot. Oh, <laughs> ten times your first bet. Ten extra first bet. Bet twenty dollars, get two hundred in bonus bets. With Fanduel, you can bet on everything from the money line. To sp- point spreads, do you understand this, Corey? You understand know, betting? Do you, yeah, are you a betting guy? You look like you're a secret better. That's what it looks like for you. Yeah, I know. I keep my bet, my picks on the low. Huh? All right. So you can bet everything from the money line to point spreads to what players will score first like I did with Jalen Hurts in the Super Bowl. All I needed was Patrick Mahomes to go over. Come on, Patty. All on top-rated sports book app. It's safe. It's secure. Super easy to use. So don't miss out. Just visit FanDuel.com backslash IAA or slash IAA. So that's FanDuel.com slash IAA to get in on the action. March Madness is here. That's FanDuel.com slash IAA. Then place your first bet to score up to $200 in bonus bets guaranteed, Corey. Mm -hmm. You look like you got like a little bookie on the side. Little bookie? You have a bookie? No, you you know what's a great one? Prize picks. Prize picks is actually a great one. You like you got a bookie. Yeah, that's what it looks like. There you go, man. What else do we have? Are we going to Factor Foolish? What's next? We di- we went through Daily Route. We went through Bet. 
What else we got to wrap up this show? We got 15 minutes later no. left, excuse me. So what actually, else you got for me? So, so now, yeah, when we come back, we just got a little disclaimer that we're going to play real quick. But when we come back, yeah, we're going to come back with Fact or Foolish, everybody's favorite segment. Disclaimer, 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager, only $10 deposit required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com forward slash sportsbook. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369-NEW-YORK. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash rg colorado iowa michigan new jersey ohio pennsylvania illinois tennessee virginia 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 533-42 arizona 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org forward slash chat connecticut 1-800-9-WITH-IT-INDIANA 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com, Kansas 1-877-770-STOP, Louisiana Visit www.mdgamblinghelp.org, Maryland 1-800-522-4700, Wyoming Or visit www.1800gambler.net, West Virginia Fact or foolish. So Ooh. if you remember, I'm just going to read you a statement, Brandon, and you got to determine whether it's fact or foolish, and then give me an explanation why. Can I give you a fact? What's the fact? This is a fact. I'm not prepared for this no. segment. I didn't read it. I don't know what questions you're going to ask me. So we can. Some good I don't reactions. have an answer that's formulated, written down. Oh. It's not in my notes. We do have a fact checker now on I Am Athlete, mm-hmm. paper out, streaming live. Mm-hmm. The first two weeks, we, we needed a fact checker. We didn't have one. We do. But that fact checker didn't prepare me for this. <laughs> no. So take it easy on me. I, I'll tell you. Go through but I mean, you, you got some good ones. You got some good ones today. All so, right. all right, let's start with the first one. Jets will have a top 10 offense next season. Fact or foolish? Of course, that might be assuming that, you know, they land Aaron Rodgers. But fact or foolish? Fact. Mm. A lot of times when you have, but let's not get it twisted. Um, Aaron Rodgers special had an opportunity. Talked about this uh, yesterday on the show uh, to see him throw the ball up close and personal this weekend at the RX three seven zero seven Celebrity Flag Football Tournament, and it was special. It was like watching a ballerina. It was like watching like a, a Messi you know, juggle the ball or a Cristiano Ronaldo. It was like that special. I had seventeen quarterbacks. Over my 13 years in the NFL, mm-hmm. hell, maybe even more if you count some of the guys that came in for a quarter or two, like Chris Sims, mm-hmm. right? Uh, this dude is special. I've never seen anything like this. I saw this guy this weekend throw a no-look 45-yard bomb. Go. He looked to the left, threw to the right. And when I say the receiver didn't break a stride, the receiver didn't break a stride. That's crazy. And these are guys that he doesn't even know. Mm-hmm. It was that special. Like Aaron Rodgers, bro, he didn't he barely smiled. He was just so easy. He didn't even drop back. I never seen anything like that. Mm. With that with all that being said, the Jets, what makes the Jets uh special right now in this moment, this team, is that defense. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Do they need to be a top ten? No, but will it help? Absolutely. Will they be a top ten? Probably. Probably with A-Rod, bro. Mm-hmm. You got Hall coming back. He's healthy. Alan Lazard, that's his name? Alan Lazard, yeah. Alan Lazard yeah, coming in, potentially. Free agency. Thing. Randall Cobb, his guy in a slot. Mm-hmm. Burroughs is out. Mm-hmm. Did I say his name right? The slot, the, the kid from the, that play in the slot that, that the Jets lost? But you talking about Braxton. Braxton Berrios, yeah. Braxton Berrios. He's gone. Insert Randall Cobb. You already got Jared. What are you going to do with Elijah, uh, Elijah Moore? Mm-hmm. Elijah Moore is phenomenal. Yeah, he's a dog. He's a dog. You got Dwayne Brown came, is coming back. Mm-hmm. So he'll be able to be a bookend for you. Yeah, yeah. this is fact. The fact. Jets will have a top 10 defense next year. Offense we shall next year. See. Fact. We shall see. 
Fact. All right, next, next, we got Baker Mayfield would be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback next season. Ah, this is Bulls. a tough one. I'm a Ty Bowles guy. Mm-hmm. Love Ty Bowles. Love, love, love. Baker Mayfield. I think he's going to make the wrong decision. That's why it's hard for me, and that's why I wanted to lead with I'm a Todd Bowles guy because if Todd Bowles want Baker Mayfield, then I want Baker Mayfield for Todd Bowles and the, yeah. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But I don't think it's the best decision for, for him, right? Like, I don't know what's happening in Tampa right now. Um, they're not making big splashes in free agency. You lose Tom Brady, right? Um, you go get a Baker Mayfield. Does it really get you there? I'm not sure. Um, but it's better than what you have yeah. for sure. So I like this for Todd Bowles, but I don't like this for Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield should stay with the Rams. I don't care what they're offering you, $2 million, $3 million, $5 million, $6 million. Because I don't see Stafford staying that much longer. Mm. Like, how many more years does Stafford have? They like him. Yeah. He could potentially play in L.A. this year. Yeah. You're in an organization. You're in a locker room that vibe with you. They vibe with you. They ain't vibe with you in, in Cleveland. It's okay. You know, young, get better. We all go through this maturation phase. They didn't vibe with you really in Carolina. Maybe they did, but it was short. Didn't work out. L.A., boom, right away, lightning in a bottle. You stay there. They love you there. Stay there. Stay there because you could potentially be right behind the helm in six months. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, potentially. Stafford's breaking down. That's their guy. They're paying him a lot of money, but he's breaking down. He could be broken this year. You stay there because now you're with McVay. Oh, the Rams are done. That's what you're saying. Are you saying? Do you think the Rams are done? Uh, it's like they're moving you, a lot of pieces, right? They just are moved. they done? I don't. You, why you? Why are you doing this? It's why are you acting like the these question, TV huh? people? I answer the question. I, I personally think the Rams are done. Yeah. I think they're done. Can we can we revisit this conversation? No, yeah, we can. We definitely can. In about I can six months. Yeah, no problem. No problem. They'll be competitive. They're going to be better. I don't know. Then last year, I'm saying that not, obviously not. I don't right. think they're going to get back to the Super Bowl next year. But like, do you think their defense got better? Is going to get better or worse going into next season? It's going to get better. You, you think so? After losing Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald's coming back. They don't have Leonard Floyd. Aaron Donald's coming you back. Just Aaron, Don- Aaron Donald's just going to carry the whole defense, the defense on their back. Say another name, huh? anything. Say uh, anything. They're a linebacking core. Bobby Wagner's going, right? Yeah. They got Aaron Donald. <laughs> you want to ask me another question? Aaron Donald's just going to be locking up receivers Who else all do they long, have? Huh? You want to talk about their, their third string safety? You want to yeah. talk about uh, – oh, they go get a, uh, that, a back uh, – they make a big splash in free agency. They trade for somebody. And guess what I'm going to say? What? Aaron yeah, Donald. Aaron Donald. Yeah, Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald is the greatest player ever on that side of the ball. We're not taking that away from him. We're not taking. I mean, didn't he play last year? Yeah, yes, but not really. He was hurt like the last seven, eight games. I don't know. The, the, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I could co-sign. All right. So what was boss. the question? The question was Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield will be the Tampa Bay Bucks quarterback. Fact. It's yeah. the, and it's the wrong decision. Baker Mayfield will be the quarterback. Leading the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, this is really good for Tampa and also yeah. Coach Bowles. If this is what Coach Bowles want, I want it for him. But I don't think it's what's best for Baker Mayfield. I truly believe Baker Mayfield should stay in L.A., suited up for the Rams, and just wait his turn. Yeah. I truly believe that. You're learning football at an extremely high level. This is really good. It's a really good brand of ball, how they run the offensive side. Hell, they made Jared Goff right out of college look special. Right? You can be that guy. You don't have to rush this process because this could make your career or break your career, Baker Mayfield. Because if you go into a situation that you may not have everything you need, who's the offensive coordinator? Have they made that decision yet? What about on the offensive side? Do you have what it takes to get this offense over the home? You had Tom Brady at 45 years of age. He couldn't do it. Mm. Tom Brady had statistically one of his greatest years. Yeah. Well, Brandon, he was barely throwing it past 10. Doesn't matter how he never been throwing it past 10 like that. Throw a scene route here, go ball there. Tom Brady can't do it. It makes you think you're going to be the savior. You're going to find yourself in the same situation next year where you're going to be a free agent. They'll probably have a better position in the draft. 
They'll go up and get their quarterback. Hell, they might even get their – now I don't think Coach Bowles will get a quarterback this year. He's a defensive guy. Like, I don't think he's expecting a lot out of his offense. But if I'm Baker Mayfield, I just say, you know what? I'm going to play the long, the long game, play long ball. I'm going to sit here. If it takes me, you know, a couple of weeks, a couple of months, hell, maybe even a year or two. But I'm going I'm to stay in L.A. As long as McVeigh's in L.A., I'm staying in L.A. Uh, well, we'll see what happens with that situation. A lot of momentum building behind uh, Mayfield going to Tampa. So we'll see. Next one, New Orleans Saints will win the NFC South next year. Factor foolish. NFC South, help me out here. That's the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, you got the Bucks in that one. We were just the talking Bucks about the Bucks and the Carolina Panthers. Yep. All right, let's look at the quarterbacks, right? Quarterbacks mm-hmm. and defense. Let's 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 sit right here. Okay. Uh, so the New Orleans Saints, do they have the best quarterback in the division right now? That'd be a yes. That'd yes, because yes. we don't know. Uh, well. What's his name? Ritter? Yeah, Ritter. Ritter yeah. for the Atlanta Falcons. I like him. He was yeah, there this he, weekend. He's good, though. He, he's good. We, we are sleeping on him. Really? I'm telling you right now, the Atlanta Falcons may have their man. They may have their guy. Wow. Ritter is like that. Yeah, I mean, he, he must be their guy because I know, like, with the Lamar Jackson and the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes, they were supposed to be at the top of it, you know, because they were looking for a quarterback. And they was they out quick. Guy. Yeah, that must be their guy. As soon as the Lamar Jackson stuff broke, it's like, oh, we're out. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting to me. I think like everybody, like a couple people around the game think it's little collusion going on. Mm-hmm. Little owners getting in the room like they did back in 1993. Bowling came in and said, I can't lose John Elway. Mm-hmm. What he did. Mm-hmm. I can't lose John Elway. Mm-hmm. I think a little of that's going on. But mm-hmm. um, let me answer your question. Yeah. Yes, because they have the best quarterback. I like Ritter, but they have the best quarterback right now. Carolina Panthers don't have a quarterback. And then we talked about who else? Tampa? Yeah. Baker? Potentially Baker Mayfield, yeah. And then on the defensive side, look it up. Mm -hmm. Dennis Allen is like that as a defensive coordinator. Obviously, he has people in place. I don't know if he's calling plays or not. He's the head coach now, so that dynamic definitely changes. But I love Dennis Allen's defense. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why they start slow to start the seasons – these last couple years, but they always kind of start a little slow. Then they find themselves creeping in the top five every single year. Demario Davis, he's like that. Cam Jordan, he's like that. Mm. At the corner over there, he's like that. Yeah. Yeah, so they they, they win this division, um, but I don't think they scare anybody past that. Mm. Mm. All right, so we got the New Orleans Saints winning the NFC South. Moving on. Austin Eckler is the best pass-catching running back in the NFL. Fact or foolish? Foolish. Let's stay in New Orleans. I like him. Mm. I'm not putting him over Alvin Kamara. Mm. Kamara, 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 Kamara. No chance. Okay. Why do we do this? Why do we sleep on guys? (laughs) Like, you got Jameis Winston. You got the the red rifle, Andy Dalton. And you got... uh, What's the tight end's name down uh, there? For the Saints? Yeah. Um, they just re-signed him, too. No, they, 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 re, they restructured his deal. Oh, is that what it was? It was a restructured deal? Yeah, what's Johnson, his name? Johnson, Johnson. No, it's not Johnson. Is, it's is the it? quarterback, tight end, the little slash guy. Oh, him. Oh, you talking about... Uh, um, it doesn't wow, matter. leaving me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get... Drew Brees leave. Nine. Drew Brees leave. Now you got three different guys throwing you the ball. Alvin Kamara is a wide receiver. Put him in the slot. When I was there, my last cup of tea, played on a lot of teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep talking about it. It was 13 and 41. That was the offense. Mm-hmm. You're lucky to get a, a, a an attempt. You're lucky Drew Brees was dropped back throwing it to them boys. I saw mm-hmm. this dude run go routes, sluggos. Saw him run Texas routes, hitches slants, everything that a wide receiver was doing, he was doing. Mm. Sometimes a little bit better. I like Eckler. Eckler, obviously, it's interesting uh, what's going on with him. Right. He he requested a trade. Yeah, like, yeah, why? He just requested a trade. Right, that's interesting. Yeah. You know, he's, he seems like a type of dude just kind of chill and fall back. Um, but for him to request a trade, um, says something's going on in, in, in L.A. with the Chargers. But no, this is uh, foolish. Yeah. Foolish, foolish, foolish. Foolish. Interesting. 
Um, all right, moving on to the next one. We got Odell Beckham will be a top 10 receiver next season. Fact or foolish? Top 10. Fact if he goes back to New York. Foolish if he goes anywhere else. Odell Beckham Jr., if he goes, well, there's a there's another team out there that I really like for Odell Beckham Jr. I like the Baltimore Ravens if Lamar Jackson gets a deal done. Mm. Love the Baltimore Ravens mm. for OBJ. That's interesting. And sometimes a quarterback we look at, I mean, at receivers, we look at these situations like, man, you know, run dominant. Who's the offensive coordinator? This guy from UGA. Right, I mean, right. back-to-back champions, but do I really think he's going to be able to bring that game to the NFL and have success? I don't know. But you're going to get one-on-one matchups. And just like I said with the Giants, just big play. That's all we need. Give me a couple big plays. So I like OBJ in two situations. Number one being going back home to the Big Apple, the New York football Giants, um, or the Baltimore Ravens. If he does that 100%, you know, uh, OBJ is in that discussion, top 10. So this is fact for me. Anywhere else is foolish. All right. All right, now for our last statement. In the next five years, we'll see another running back rush for 1,000 yards receiving and 1,000 yards rushing. Fact or foolish? Fact. That's easy. I mean, hell, we can see it next year in Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You can see it next year in Alvin Kamara. Mm. Right? Derek Carr, go to his running back like that. Yeah, they throw to the running back and tight end. Mm. Yep, I think yeah. those are two names that you can you, you should be able to you you can pay attention to those two. They well, and if they were to do it, they'd be the only the fourth running back in history to ever do it. We only got three mm. right now. Roger Craig, he did it in '85. Marshall Which is Falk, special. yeah, yeah, Marshall Falk, he did it. You know, when he was Revolutionary. a part of the show on turf, and he changed. He was the first to be that guy to come out the backfield, catch mm-hmm. the ball. Yeah. Don't sleep on Marshall yeah. Falk. And then we got Christian McCaffrey. So if he were to do it, he would be the first player to do it twice in his career. He did wow. it actually back in 19, 2019. So this is yeah. interesting because yeah. one of the hardest uh, things to do in football is actually rush for 2,000 yards. And I think there's around seven guys that's been able to do that. So it's to me, it's one of the hardest feats in football. Um, and when you do it, you should be automatically the MVP, mm. you know, but year after year after year, they continue to give it to the quarterback. So you might as well change that award to the quarterback's award, not the MVP. Mm. Okay. Justin Jefferson could have easily won it last year. He was close to going over 2,000 yards receiving. How do we, how does this not, how does this guy not bridge the gap between him and Patty Mahomes mm. uh, even more? I don't know. Yeah. But I'm saying all of that because, you know, if there's only four guys that ever go over 1,000 yards receiving, 1,000 yards uh, rushing, they should be in that discussion. Mm. And I think Alvin Kamara uh, could potentially get back on track this year. Mm. We shall see. We shall see. Now, that's it for our Factor Foolish segment. But, yo, before we go. We're about to go. It's over already. Yeah, man. We, An we, hour goes by that end. fast. We've reached can we the thank, end, can we Can we thank everybody that follows the show? Of course. Can we, can we thank, you know, all of the subscribers? Mm. Can we also give a suggestion that, you know, 70% of the folks watching – they don't subscribe. Subscriptions matter. They do. They're it huge. matters to keep it going. They're huge people. We need you. We need you to keep it going. And thank you so much for rocking with us. It, 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 it takes me back to where we were three years ago, right? And, and this is a great takeaway um, for anybody watching. I will see this. When we first started this platform in 2020, in the middle of a pandemic, I almost gave up. And I, and I almost gave up fairly easy because I was on I was coming down from my first mountain, right? So the first mountain being, yo, I want to make it to the NFL. And I made it to the NFL, played 13 years, um, had a great experience. When you retire, you start coming down that mountain or you get to the valley, right? And now you got to figure out what's the next thing, what's the second mountain. So if you look at that peak, that first mountain, if I would post something, uh, a catch, me walking into the stadium, looking fly. You know I'm fly. You know, mm, I'm mm, mm. Nah, I'm just messing around. I don't be that fly. <laughs> or if I don't don't let me post uh, a couple touchdowns, like a video of that. We're talking about hundreds of thousands of views, likes, all of that, just like that, right? Now in the valley, now I'm saying, okay, let's start a show. Do that, and there's 84 people watching, Bruh, You talk about hitting my ego. That hit my ego. 84 people watching what like we got 
how many followers collectively? And you move up to 100. It's like, man, I still ain't good enough. Never forget Jose, my barber in New York, cut my hair for a very long time. I was telling him, like, man, I'm about to shut this down, bro. Ain't nobody watching. This is embarrassing. No way. My ego's too big. He said, it's good for you. Mm. What he said, it's good for you. Mm. You need to be humble. Mm. You're in the valley right now. And to get back to the top, you got to be consistent. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people right now watching this show um, that follow us that are creators. They're content creators. They're YouTubers. They're influencers. And that's the difference. You got to be willing to sit there for 18 to 24 months, embracing the process, creating, tweaking, being agile, and just showing up. And then eventually, if your shit is good, you'll break through. Mm. But don't expect no return for 18 to 24 months. Mm. So right now, like we've had days where we've had, you know, 100 people watching uh, consistently throughout our show. We've had, you know, 500 people watching. I think that was the most. I'm telling you right now, you know, if we continue to do our part and and deliver content that and takes that you guys, you know, appreciate and vibe with and understand, probably in the next three, four months. I say three months. I mean, let me let me let me speak it. Mm-hmm. I say three months. We're going to see an average of 15,000 people watching live. Watching live on YouTube. You know why, Corey? You grew up playing football. Mm -hmm. You went to Notre Dame, journalism degree. Did I say that right? Journalism? You did. You did. You got it. You did all of that shit to become a YouTuber. (laughs) Is your mom and and your sister, are they watching? They might. They might. They might. What's up, mom? What's up, Courtney? If y'all are watching. Mom, your son grew up to be a YouTuber. How does it feel? (laughs) Right. (laughs) I'm sure she's proud. Right, mom? You proud. Anyways, that's the show, guys. I really appreciate y'all. Make sure you uh, subscribe. Make sure you engage with our content, not only on YouTube, but Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, all of the above. We'll continue to get better. You know, Ashley will be back tomorrow. Uh, Excited about uh, chopping up with her, talking a little bit more about football, some basketball, hell, maybe even some cultural talk. Uh, We also have uh, Steven Jackson. Steven Jackson, he'll be contributing you know, weekly, on a weekly basis when it comes to basketball. Deshaun Jackson will chime in here and there. Um, so super excited about finally launching Paper Route. It's been eight months. All right, we thought we were going to launch this eight months ago. Sometimes, like I said earlier with John Morant, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes the fastest way forward is actually just to chill and sit there. Yeah. Right? We sat there for about eight months trying to tweak it, trying to get it right. It's never going to be a right time. We, are, we still have... Uh, challenges with our approach to production and you know whether it's us figuring out what we want to talk about even getting the right software to do things but we got there eight months yeah we're here we're here yeah we're youtubers we're here, man. all right love you guys see y'all tomorrow paper route i am athlete deuces The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.